Welcome to the Fisher's Life Podcast. We hope that what God is doing in our spirit-filled community will also bless you today. Get connected by following us on Instagram at Fisher's Life and enjoy this message by our lead pastor, John Hudson. God's done and is doing what He wants to do here. So even as I'm speaking, those that are in prayer, those are in place, just continue to, to do what you're doing in the Spirit. It's more important in many aspects than what I've said, what I'm going to say. Last week I had a message, and two messages, and the essence of the message that didn't get preached is being demonstrated right here in this in this moment in Acts chapter 1 Jesus has went to the cross spent the time in the grave resurrected and ascended into heaven in the first chapter and at the end of that chapter is one of the most important moments in what we call the book of Acts it's a moment that many people don't, I don't know that we ever preach on. And it's the moment we, we find the importance of being present and how critical being present, both physically being present faithfully, but also being present mentally, spiritually. You can be in this room, but not be present. You can already be thinking, what's down the road? What, what, what are we going to do today? And the adversary's taken over Sundays even, where it's inundated by sporting events and activities that, that we, we got to rush to. And we're not present. And the disciples have to replace Judas Iscariot, who had hanged himself of his failures and didn't see the grace and the possibility of God and they said okay we're going to replace someone and they made one criteria in the moment and that criteria was that they that whoever replaced Judas had been present that from the time that that Jesus was baptized until Jesus was taken up you were there wow that's critical that you're present that it's not just a token appearance and a a casual approach but a fervency and a fire that you're present and it came down to those a couple of men and they they chose one but it's amazing what present does because as soon as they find the the final piece of that person do you turn to the next chapter chapter 2 verse 1 and it says suddenly when they were in what one place in one accord there came a mighty wind being present is so important for God to accomplish what he's wanting to accomplish several people have asked What's the vision of life? And it's on the the webpage, but 
and, and it's just one sentence. We say it here often, but the words on the page cannot describe the reality of what our vision is. It simply says a church without walls. And uh, really, it's a book of Acts church without walls. What, is, what does that really mean? Well, it's multifaceted. One, it means what happened right here in this room today. Because there's so many churches that have their walls established that we come in at 10 o'clock and at 11.15 we're done because the next church has to come in and we have to do it again and we have to do it again. A church without walls is a church that comes in and says, I don't know where this service is going to go. I don't know what songs may be sang. I don't think Cole had everything that was gonna happen that he's saying already on his list today. And that's awesome, Cole. You are growing so powerfully in the presence of God. You're becoming a mighty man of God. We are blessed by his leadership. I've prayed that, that we have the ability just to navigate wherever the, that's a church without walls. It's a pastor that last week, not to lift my, that comes with two sermons, not knowing which way to go. And then this morning, God said, throw, throw the sermon away. That's a church without walls. It, it does not define God and does not lock him into a box of, of time and ritual and tradition. It moves where, wherever it wants. A church without walls looks like this church where it does not matter your race, your ethnicity. It doesn't matter where in the world you are welcome at Life Connections. This is a photograph of what God wanted our world to look like. Whether you're from Pakistan, you're African-American, you're from Zimbabwe, you're from Chile where Yolanda was from, wherever you're from, church without walls means just come. We all are broken together in the house of God. That's, that's, you got to be present to know what that is. And you got, you got to look around you and not just see people in judgment. You got to see people that are just like you. Church without walls is, is, is people that can walk into this room in all states of brokenness and we will accept you and your brokenness. We, we won't judge you. We'll pray for you. We'll encourage you. We won't try to manipulate you and form you into looking just like, we'll accept you where you are. We're going to continue to pray that God will help you grow and move closer to him and change you. But we will not manipulate. That is a church without walls. It doesn't, what do I have to do? How do I have to conform so that I can fit in? No, 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 no. You grow in your own walk with God personally day by that's that's a church with that it's a, a church that doesn't operate on Sunday morning but operates Sunday through Saturday that God moves in in dimensions that we don't want see even some of you missed I knew this was coming I've known it for a while but I, it, it started not this morning it didn't even start last night it started Wednesday night and actually it started a little bit before that because a church without walls just has influence even when nobody's in the building. How so? 
God sends a, a Chilean young lady at the age of 25 to the United States, moves her here. And she moves from Tennessee to Kentucky to Illinois to Indiana. And she comes here. She's in Catholicism and she's lost and broken and she doesn't know. But God begins to move all by himself. Because he's a God without walls. And as soon as you want to court him, corner him in your, your little legalistic world, God just says, no, you're not going to do it. He will bolt faster than a filly that's never been broken. He's going to move where he wants and how he wants. And this little young lady, God begins to move and says, you, you're not in the right place. And she opens up the Bible all by herself and begins to read and begins to be moved. And then what we, we don't know is a church without walls that just prays God however, whenever. It's a church that gathers on Saturday nights when there's two or three and here lately there's been 30 and 40 and we circle the building in prayer and even the pastor gets so weary that he tells God right here why are we doing this we've been doing this for nine years I did that this summer and we haven't seen anything and it seems like nobody's showing up and I just was laying it all out and he turns around and says tell me about it Right before I go, I'm going to the cross, I can only get two people to show up. And they fell asleep. And you feel this emptiness and this futility, but you do not know that when a church without walls is at work, that God is always operating in your life in ways that you can't see. And a young Chilean lady starts walking up and down 126th Street from one end to the other for a few years saying, God, where do I go to church? Because there's only like, what, 12 or 13 of us doing this? But I have a sense that God has his hands right in the middle of, of all of this church. And as she walks by this church one day, God says, that's the one you go to. That's the one that's gonna tell you the truth. And sat Wednesday night after our Bible, we baptized her in the name of Jesus. church without walls that means when you leave here you're the church and you have responsibility that you are you are a satellite at all times that's the vision that's the vision the vision really of every church and that's how we're going to try to incorporate it is not get tied into traditions and rituals but to allow God just to flow wherever, whenever, however he wants. And if I can communicate it and that can happen in this building, I want to pray this. Because you've got to catch the vision. You've got to be present so that it happens in your world too. That when you're doing your thing, that you can walk up to a situation that you've walked past a hundred times. And that particular day, because you're present, you look at the, that person and say silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I to thee rise up and walk I believe you church without walls will be calling in giving us reports where the Holy Spirit moved it's got to happen outside the structure of church
the vision of this church. And I'm so thankful that God just gave us a few minutes and that you, the amazing people that you are and the brokenness that we have and the, the sometimes the lack of faith could experience. I've been saying, God, somehow let me communicate what we're about. Every church's mission should be the same, to seek and save that which is lost. But how we do it has to be. We're just going to do it different. A church without walls. We don't ask a lot of people, you know, what, what's your, your religion? Where are you coming out of? We have more, more people in more different places, but we're going to point them towards one direction. We're going to point them towards the cross of Calvary, and we're going to point them to the baptism of, in water in Jesus' name. We're going to point them, point them towards an infilling of the Spirit that will impact their lives forever. That's just what we're going to do. That's the vision. Today, God was kind enough to show us. And how we do that, the mission, well, if you, I'm going to point you to the website so that you can go. So how do I do that every day? What are you doing? Are you, are you in, no, it's church without walls. So it's, it's not fuzzy soup kitchens that make us feel good when we go down and do that. That's wonderful. You can do those things. But it doesn't change necessarily the life of that. It might change one. And if we change one, that's great. But it's got to become more individualistic. What do you do to be the church without walls? Three things. Number one, you touch God every day. If you forget these, you can go to the website. Just touch God every day. I don't know what that looks like for you, but every single day, just be intentional about being present with God, that He has access to your heart, that He has access to your spirit. Hold Him your, your iPhone with your calendar and say, God, this is what's on my schedule. But if you want to interrupt it, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Touch God every day. Number two, touch somebody else every day with a kind and it's not a bible it's not out there preaching even the message of, of Simon Peter that may sound kind of no it's first of all just showing kindness it's being gentle in spirit it's preferring people when maybe the checkout line is long it's just touching someone where they see a different character, that they see something different than this world is so selfish, so self-consumed. And when you just touch someone else with an act of gentleness, you never know where it leads because you don't know if you're the one that plants or you're the one that waters but you know one thing. He is the God of the increase and he does not add, he multiplies. So we touch God. Every morning I wake up, God, how do you want to spend me today? I have a list of things to do every single day. And here lately, the list has been backward. It just seems overwhelming. But anytime God wants to interrupt to, for, for me to touch somebody's life, it is the most important thing that can happen in my day, church without walls. And the last thing 
is to touch something that will outlive you. That when you have breathed your last breath, it will still be present. Your influence, your wisdom, whatever it is. And that's the beautiful part of our mission statement here at Light. Is each one of you have something that you can do with your giftings, your talents, your skills. Begin to say, God, how can you use me? I want to be the church without walls. How can you use me, my giftings, so that I touch something that outlives me? And I promise you, you will become the most fulfilled person when your career only leads to opportunities for you to touch something that will outlive you. Far more than your, your money and your influence, when you touch something that touches the heart of God, it causes God to, 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 to just lift it up to a new dimension. There's, there's no telling. And I, I love what's happening. The, the life groups are a perfect example of this. I love people that are doing I just prayed over Mark over here. They've got a Tuesday evening little Bible study with some young people. We don't, we don't even have it. our youth student pastor in place, but it doesn't stop us from using what we do have and say, how can we make a difference? God, I pray, Mark, that God just does absolutely amazing things on Tuesday night through what you're doing. Thank you for your vision, for your passion. And I'm just going to share, church was without walls. I lost, there you are, Angie. Well, Friday night, she gathered ladies together for a ladies' night out. And it could get real clicky and real gossipy. Ooh, pastor was nervous, was walking on. But no, there's a spirit because she's present. She spends her Saturday nights over here in prayer. She's got some alignment with what God has given me to do here. And so a bunch of ladies gathered. And guess what? Because we always want to enlarge our circle. Sadai brought a friend named America. And we added one more who had never been touched. And who knows that she, that little group may have touched somebody that touches the world. A church without walls does not look like religion. It looks like Jesus. It looks like Jesus. So let's take what God has done this morning. I'm done. We get to beat the Baptist, the Methodist. Oh, yeah, we're tearing off all the labels. We just get to beat all these churches out here. And we get to go home early or go to the restaurant early. But don't ever forget what you experienced this morning. Because I didn't preach a message. God shared a vision of what this church is. And you can go to the website from now on when anybody asks you, what's the vision? What's the mission? You know what this church's vision and mission is. We're just a church without walls. It's ethnicity. It's religious. It's judgment. It's a freedom of God to do what he wants. It's me doing what I'm supposed to do in the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand with me. We'll close this morning. I want to pray.
Good job, Jared. You touched somebody that couldn't get up by itself. See, you just never know when the moment is when you're supposed to touch somebody else. Learn to listen to the Spirit. This is going to sound very self-promoting, but I want to do it. We uh, switched cell phone companies, and the company that I was with I was having a hard time returning some of equipment. And I went to a particular store and the customer service just was outstanding, went beyond what I, they had to do. And you know how customer service can be. Tough luck, buddy, you're on your own. Call Thailand to get somebody that's talking to you and whatever with chickens in the background, that's, right? He, he, he could just push, but he didn't. He got intricately involved and uh, made a phone call, then used another employee to pretend that they were my wife. <laughs> a little shuck and jive thing. And he got my situation solved. And in the middle of it, God started saying, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And um, that's, that's listening to the Spirit. And I said, I know what I got to do. And I started thinking, where's the Starbucks? And there wasn't one. So I ran over to the Kroger and I got a couple $20 gift cards. And uh, I came back in. They said, they, they, they looked upset or scared. They said, is everything okay? And I just said, that was outstanding customer service. Go get yourself a cup of coffee. You made a difference and you helped me. Turn around and walked out. And they just looked at one another. The whole team was kind of gathered around. Did I save their soul that day? No. But I showed the love. They knew there was something different. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, you may not bring them to an altar. They may not come. Stop making that your priority. But just stop, start being like Jesus. Jesus healed them whether they were going to be a follower or not. He knew. But he never stopped just touching people. That's the essence of, of what we need to do. Tuesday night, I'm still inviting more ladies. Only 10 are here, have been here at the most, 10 or 11. Needs to be 20 or 30, even for the last three sessions. This Bible study is upside down crazy. It is, it will turn your life amazing. So I'm inviting our lazy ladies, be present Tuesday night. Wednesday night, we're starting a brand new series, um, When God is Silent. It's on the book of Esther. It is that book that mentions nothing of God, but I want you to know something over the next few weeks, that even when you don't sense God, and you don't see God, and He's not even present in your story, He is still present. So be here beginning Wednesday night. Of course, prayer on Saturday and back here on Sunday. I want to thank you just real quickly also for um, uh, helping make Mary's book a, a success. She is out of books. She has sold out her first set. Congratulations. They will be back in stock, a second um, version of that. And it, if you don't know what the book is about, it's about dealing with tension um, in your family, tension in your life, dealing with difficult people, the, the Jesus way. It is the elephant in the room. Um, in fact, 
for those that have spouse problems, I'm all, I'm, I'm chapter two. I'll just go ahead and confess that you're going to see some ugly all about me in there. So, um, but she's learned how to deal with me the Jesus way. <laughs> she touched <laughs> I don't need any comments from the cheap seats down there. Been good to be here, hadn't it, today? Lord, we love you. Thank you for these beautiful people. And thank you for taking time to stop our, our church, our religion. Thank you for this worship team that took us into the heavenlies for a group of people that responded. Thank you for showing us the vision that we spoke for allowing this church and those that are even online that will watch that they can see what our vision is now. I pray that you would bless this service above all services that we've had in a long time, that people that watch this will be impacted, will say, this is a church that I want to be a part of. I pray that you just multiply the size of our, our community because of this, because we truly want to be a church that has no walls, that you can come here broken, you can come here in your religion, you can come in here your brokenness. You can come in here your ethnicity. And you can come here expecting to see God move. Let our hearts forever be changed today. In the church say amen. Thanks for listening to Fisher's Life. Be sure to follow or subscribe to get the latest message every Monday.